KLYT, this is ABQ Connect. Join the conversation by calling 505-338-5790 or text 505-585-LIVE. Welcome in to another Friday financial update on ABQ Connect with Brian Cochran from John Moore Associates, johnmoore.com. And uh, as always, we encourage you to click on the Insights tab. Uh, but um, Brian, I hope you're having a great week. I hope you and your uh, bride had opportunity to celebrate on the 14th. Well, not really. It's all basketball at our house right now. So we, <laughs> we were taking kids to basketball practices and running around. But uh, no, we were having a great week. Yeah, and yeah, I got to tell you, as far as basketball, I was on on Facebook this week, and uh, I don't know if you are on there often enough to see, but you'll open your Facebook and it'll say, this happened so many years ago. And I didn't notice that's what it was, and it was a post that I had posted about a great win that the Lobos had over uh, San Diego State. <laughs> and I thought, I thought, oh, great. <laughs> but no, no. Uh, so... Uh, still hoping things, good things happen at the tournament in March. But uh, with with Valentine's Day, uh, we thought it would be appropriate this week to talk a little bit about uh, couples and their finances. Uh, and this is something that uh, I'm sure, you know, when I knew we were going to be talking about this, Brian, I thought, well, surely, uh, whether it's Brian or any financial advisor, how often must you have a couple sit in front of you uh, maybe after uh, they uh, not only do they need assistance with how to handle their finances, but sometimes a referee. Absolutely. And sometimes we feel like marriage counselors more than financial planners. <laughs> um, and, and money shows up in our relationships in a lot of ways. So we often see friction in marriages that's uh, either finances are the source or there's a symptom. But we do address money in relationships a lot. I think some of the challenges come because men and women view money differently sometimes. I'd say probably 80% of men view money uh, in one way, whereas 80% of women view it another way. And then also we communicate differently. And so between just our perspective and the way we communicate, we can end up with a, a division between husband and wife. And sometimes having an objective third party like a financial planner can help bridge that gap between the communication and the perspective. Well, I'm going to guess, Brian, that whether male or female, you would encourage everyone to think about money the same way. Well, and, and you don't necessarily have to think about it the same way, but you do need to find a middle ground. For example, we often talk about men think of money like a river and women think of money like a lake. And so we have to try to find where that river runs into the lake. And so the example of that is men we find are very cash flow oriented. Again, this is majority of men. I don't want to put everybody in a box. But as long as the cash flow is coming in, they feel pretty good and they feel a sense of security. Whereas many of the women we serve, they like to see the lake. They like to see a pile of money, a reserve that they can look at and feel comfortable that there's money in the bank. Uh, a lot of the women we serve, for example, like to see a larger emergency fund in the bank, whereas men are more focused on, I, I don't need to have a big balance on the uh, bank account as long as I have good cash flow. And so we have to address both when we're working with a couple, assuming they both lean towards those preferences, uh, to make sure they're both feeling comfortable and secure. Well, Brian, not to necessarily go into the whole, you know, uh, women are from Venus and men are from Mars. <laughs> Uh, but but as as couples, uh, then you know, who you know one is maybe thinking, 
like a uh, money is a river, and the other thinking like you shared as a lake, uh, maybe sometimes as a pond <laughs> for some of us. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how how then when you think of it so differently? Uh, do you find ways to communicate uh, when talking about shared finances? Well, I think you just address both. You acknowledge that that you need to see both uh, to make the whole couple feel secure. So if we're only talking about what's in the bank, the husband might be saying, well, what about the cash flow? And if you're only talking about the cash flow, uh, you might be neglecting um, the wife who's thinking more about, well, yeah, but but what do I have in reserves? And so we try to speak to both and, and a good, healthy financial situation should have both, right? You should have comfortable cash flow and a reserve. Um, so that that's how we address that. And then the other thing we run into is just how people process decisions about money and communicate. And so, for example, when there's a tough money decision, women want to talk it out, right? Women are very verbal, uh, generally. And so they want to sit down and have a conversation about it. let's let's talk this out. Let's get everything on the open and let's come to a, an agreement or a conclusion through our communication. Whereas men often want to process internally. You know, we get a problem and we can sit down and quietly process in our mind. And where we see this run into issues is as advisors, we might pose a question or a, an issue, a concern in a meeting. And the wife says, well, let's talk about it. Let's get into this. Whereas the husband, he wants to process on his own. Uh, and so I've done this before. Husbands often will go home with an issue and process it and then present a solution to the spouse. Say, well, I've processed this now. And you're not necessarily trying to take control, but you've done your own thinking. Um, and maybe you shut down when the wife is trying to communicate with you verbally because you're trying to process uh, silently in your mind. So we have to, again, bridge that gap. Let's make sure we're communicating enough with the wife through speaking and having a conversation about the issue, but then also pause long enough to let the husband, especially if it's an analytical person, consider the options uh, and come up with his own input. So, Brian, uh, we already kind of touched on uh, the fact that, you know, you or any financial advisor working with couples is is not a new thing, uh, but for uh, here's your chance, Brian, to speak to those couples that are going to meet with financial advisors. As a financial advisor, what would you tell a couple uh, coming to uh, the table that would make it easier for their financial uh, advisor to better serve them uh, in, in going through their finances? I think one of the best things you can do as a couple is identify your goals and concerns before you walk in the door. Okay. You know, what keeps you up at night? And, and again, for the husband, that might be spending some time in contemplation and then making a list and then bringing that list to a money date, as we call it. So that's a time where you set aside and sit down with a nice meal or a cup of coffee. And the only topic allowed during that conversation is finances. You can't talk about the kids or school or work or the car that needs to oil change. You can only talk about finances during that time. And you do not finish that date until you've gotten everything out. So you could sit down with the goal of saying, hey, let's let's list the primary things we want to accomplish our, with our finances. And then let's list the things that we're most concerned about that might prevent that uh, those goals that we've expressed from coming true. And that if you walk into a financial advisor's office with those two things listed, you will blow his or her mind. <laughs> <laughs> because we usually have to draw that out of couples and sometimes we 
we then start to face the divisions between what are the priorities uh, and and new things come up that the husband or wife had not heard from the other. And, and that's a big challenge. So having that conversation ahead of time, coming in equipped, uh, and that could be an annual process with your existing financial planner because our goals and our concerns change over time. So this isn't just the first time you meet an advisor, but each time you come in. And our clients are programmed that we're going to ask those things so they they know to come in ready to speak. All right. Well, listen, uh, husbands and wives, uh, you may think differently about money and finances, uh, but uh, uh, you're encouraged to find ways to communicate about it. And Brian, this is things that are covered in the book, uh, The Almighty and the Dollar, right? Yes, that's the book that John Moore and I wrote. Uh, There's a whole chapter about relationships. There's a second book I would recommend that I found very helpful, um, and it's called Thriving in Love and Money. And it's a research-based book that talks about how men and women look at money and how couples can thrive in love and money. Really wonderful book that's available on Amazon, as is The Almighty and the Dollar. All right. Well, Brian, uh, thanks again for uh, your input. I know it's a a blessing and certainly a help uh, to the ABQ Connect listener. My pleasure. All right. Well, join us again next Friday for a Friday financial update with Brian Cochran of John Moore Associates. Make sure to go to the website Insights tab at no cost. Uh, There's all kinds of great information available to you there to assist you in your finances and how you look at them through a Christian worldview lens. Thanks for joining us on ABQ Connect. ABQ Connect is a production of KLYT. The views expressed on ABQ Connect do not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of KLYT. 